the children of the Force. Welcome to episode 88 of Children of the Force, a podcast about Star Wars by one adult and his two kids. I'm Al Nawatsky, the adult. I'm Anna, and I'm 11. I'm Liam, and I'm Nate. And here we are. We're going to start off the show by uh, saying again uh, Mazel Tov to our listener Ian on his bar mitzvah, which happened this Saturday. That was really cool. We got to go to a bar mitzvah. We've never been to a bar cool. mitzvah before. Uh, that was quite the experience. Never mm-hmm. been to a synagogue before. That I've was... never been to any, like, religious <laughs> ceremony Cere- thing. Well, you've been to weddings. The other than weddings. Why Have you mean... been to a funeral? Yeah. Because those are those are main religious ceremonies. Right, but they? I mean, like, like, <laughs> like church. Oh, like just a, actually a regular church service. Yeah, just like a oh, wow. service. <laughs> I've never been uh, to one. Yeah, that's true. You haven't. <laughs> right, so that was completely new to me. <laughs> that was a heck in of a... religion a... that I barely even know anything about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was, that was really Three cool. Three hours though. long of... Um, uh, well, we were only talking. we were only there for two hours, but yeah, there was a lot of Hebrew, and uh, well, which we... is basically gibberish to us. Oh, to us, sure. We don't right, understand. Us. Oh, of course, we don't understand it, but but it means a lot to the people saying it. Yeah, to right. the people who know the language, of course. Um, and saying that it's gibberish might might be seen as sort of disrespectful, but I know that, that you don't mean it that way. You just mean it. it it's a different language, right? So. Um, yeah, so, uh, one cool thing that we got to do at the bar mitzvah also was to meet, uh, friends of Laura. Ian's, uh, and, uh, and listeners to this show and patrons of this show, Laura and her kids. So we finally got to meet them in person. Mm-hmm. That was super cool. It was really nice to meet you, Laura and, yeah. and kids. So yeah, that was, that was really nice. Um, yeah. So let's talk about some Star Warsy stuff that we've been up to. Uh, we started our pre The Last Jedi Star Wars movies watch through. Uh, of course, we're going through chronologically, so started with The Phantom Menace. Uh, we have watched it twice and still haven't finished it because that's how we watch movies these days. We just <laughs> don't have the time to sit down and watch a full movie usually. So, but we, uh, I've kind of been live tweeting. I don't know if you kids have noticed. I've been on my phone a little bit while we we're watching the movie. I've been live tweeting our watching of the Phantom Menace, and I think I'll do this throughout the all the movies that we watch. Just kind not of not the last we have, Jedi. Well, no, of course not. When we have observations, and uh, uh, when you kids say something I find interesting, or when I think of something that I haven't thought of before, then I'll tweet it out. Like like in the, some of our um, yeah. thing in the palace that you never noticed before. Like the people in the background. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't tweet that. But yeah, there was this one scene where there's like uh, other Nimodians who don't have hats on, and they're, they're kind of white they're sort of white like uh, in the background of one scene. I never noticed them before. Um, but yeah, some observations were Anna. You said why didn't Qui Gon and Obi Wan just be undercover at the beginning, and yeah, then they, they wouldn't know they were know. Jedi, right? Yeah. That was a good observation. I never thought about that. But, but Jedi but don't you know, sneak around. Usually, I just right? thought like of the Lego thing for this. Mm-hmm. One of them would like put on a like a mask, like a Yoda mask or something. Oh, funny. <laughs> and the other one would put on like a Darth Sidious mask. Uh, okay, well that'd be weird. <laughs> In a Lego thing. Sure, yeah, that would be funny. That would be funny. 
you also said that it'd be funny if uh, after Padme talks on the wavy video screen thing, if uh, like on Skype, she just shut the video off, but she was still <laughs> listening to Newt Gunray and Rune Hako uh, talk about Lord <laughs> yeah. Sidious and stuff. <laughs> I, was, I can still hear you. <laughs> I know all your plans now. I can still hear you. You just can't see me. <laughs> oh. And, and now we're prepared for you. <laughs> yeah, and the uh, the Theed scenes on Naboo, um, Liam uh, and me and Anna, you too, uh, all kind of made us all want to play Battlefront 2 even more now. Although, Anna, yeah. you didn't really play it, but you watched it quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, really cool. And I really want um, to play the... Uh, the, the story mode. Yeah, the yeah. story mode. Yeah. And uh, it's working when Padme says, it's working! Or when Padme, when... <laughs> Anakin says, it's working. It always gives me chills every time. (laughs) To which my friend Evan said, sometimes I think you and I are very different people. (laughs) (laughs) Even though you guys are best friends. I guess it doesn't give him chills. Uh, Also, once you see Watto's belly button, you can never not see it. Uh, Yeah. Oh, Watto's belly button. I I noticed it, and I'm like, oh, no. Now that's all I see when I look at Watto. Uh, and then I think, like, is Watto a mammal? Like, are Toydarians <laughs> mammals? They have belly buttons? Like, I don't think there are even those they... classes and stuff. I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? We could uh, ask Pablo. Mm, we could. And be on the story show again. Mm, maybe. Well, we'd have to ask a rebel question. Mm, sure. Well, that'd be to get on Rebels Recon. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah, um, also, I pose the question is Shmi the strongest character in the phantom menace or the second strongest after padme or is it a tie maybe because i mean think of that i can i can tell you that as a father if my you know 10 year old son said can i go leave and be a jedi and probably never see you again i'd probably say no <laughs> i'd say no i mean granted he was a slave you know and she doesn't want that life for him but like how how strong did she have to be to say, like, this is your choice. This is something that was like, no, placed no, before you. No, no you <laughs> yeah. can't, sorry. I'm like, wow, that is a, that's some, that's some I will there. I have to decide that. And then she tells him not to look back, even though, of course, she probably wants him to look back. She wants to see him as long as she can. He's her son, you know? Um, but she keeps on like encouraging him to go, even yeah, though he says, because she thinks it's the best thing for him. To. Yeah, it's like, yeah. I can't, I can't do this. I know. She should say, if you don't, can't, if you can't or don't want to, you don't have to. Yeah. But if this is your dream and this is what you want for yourself, then you should go. Right. When you make a decision to do something, so a lot of times it's your, it's the parent to say like, no, no, you can do this, you know, because a lot of times then you'll say like, oh, but I don't want to do it because it's going to be too hard. Well, you made the decision when you weren't thinking about how hard it was going to be, you know? So, like, stick to that, you know? I don't know. Yeah, so on Twitter, um, uh, Mikhail Schick uh, uh, responded to that tweet, and she said that she thinks it's... It really frustrates her that, you know, Shmi is Anakin's mom, but no one ever treats her as anything other than a slave in the movie. But, like, it's very possible that she has a high midichlorian count also, right? Yeah. And then one thing that I've thought, too, is, like, she says that there's no father, but we have no... She could be lying. That seems like the kind of thing... I a, doubt she is, but... that's but... Well, that seems like the kind of thing a slave would say, maybe. Right? 
if someone right. asks, like, who's the father? Because maybe slaves aren't supposed to have kids. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, to protect the identity of the father, she just said, uh, there was no father. Right? But she seems so sincere. She does. She does. But that's I'm just saying that that's... I know. That's something that you could you could say, you know, like, if we wanted to say that uh, Anakin had a, a brother or a sister that we didn't know about. Right? Yeah. Uh, or that, a stepbrother. Well, we know that. He has a stepbrother. Well, Owen. yeah, Owen. but like, yeah. um, half brother, maybe. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, right. So, it it makes me think. You know, when we're talking about Ray's parentage, right? Where does Ray come from? Is it possible that Ray is is the granddaughter of Anakin, or not of Anakin, the granddaughter of the great granddaughter of Shmi? On another side. Well, on Shmi's side. You know, like, so like Anakin's sibling, Anakin's sibling had a kid and that person had a kid and that's Ray, right? Just like Anakin had Luke and Leia and they had a kid and that kid, well, one of them had a kid, right? And that kid was Kylo. So I don't know. Well, something to think about. Didn't they say that Ray's parents wouldn't be a big deal? Like we wouldn't, we wouldn't Um, know them that well. It wouldn't be so really a big deal yeah they kind of played it down yeah 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 so that's so, you're right Maybe i that, hope but i don't yeah, think so yeah, yeah 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 so all right well anyway so then i was uh another star warsy thing uh i was in target yesterday and i saw this star wars look and find book uh, you know, it's like a Where's Waldo, but Star Wars, right? Like, look, find these things on the page, you know? Uh-huh. Um, and included in the book is an image of these new creatures on Octo. You want to see them? Yes. So we got Porgs. Yes. We got the caretaker creatures. Yes. There is a new, th- there's a third, the water creature. a third creature on Octo. And <laughs> it looks ridiculous. <laughs> It looks like compared to the porks, it's like <laughs> porky, oh cute caretaker creatures. Interesting. Yeah, just big a per- pink water guy. <laughs> big blob Ugh. of flesh. Like I don't know. Um, so it's interesting. Like if you look at the feet of the porg and the caretaker creatures, you can see how they're related. Yeah, like their feet are very similar, and and they're evolved maybe from the same you know animal. But these things look totally different. Totally. Um, they they even. Yeah, they got like these. They look like lion seals or something. They're oh, like really sea lions lazy. with yeah, long necks instead. They look really and they, lazy. They look very lazy. They're just kind of yes. lounging around, you know. It's like um, hand on yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I'll post a photo of this uh, on the website so you can see it if you want to. Uh, but yeah, there's there's at least a third native uh, creatures on Octo. So pretty interesting. I hope we see them in the movie, but it's possible that we won't, uh, because, you know, we saw those huge, like, horse-like creatures, uh, in a book on Jeddah, and they weren't in the movie. Well, they were for just a split second in the background, but, uh, you know, unless you really what? knew what to look for. I mean, the horse creatures that were, like, on the... The stormtroopers were riding them? Remember that? Remember that galactic maps? We, yeah, we, yeah, we but, saw images um, of these do, do really long-legged creatures where um, there, on, was, like, there, was that, Bite, there was that book and you could like push the button and make a sound and one of them had a horse creature for the last Jedi. 
Oh, that's those. No, those are different. Those are um okay. like horse things that okay. that I think they're going to ride in the Last Jedi on Canto Bite. I'm talking about these things on Jetta. Okay. Yeah. yeah anyway. I saw those yeah. So yeah, pretty interesting. Um, hey, Battlefront Two comes out tonight. We're recording this on Monday. What? At, <gasps> at midnight tonight. Uh, when did you? Battlefront Two is going to come out because because we pre-ordered it. What? <laughs> that means tomorrow you are going to get to play Battlefront 2. I will probably not play it. the beta. No, it's not the beta. The full game. Yeah, you're probably going to play like the whole story mode for three hours after 12. No, I can't stay up that late. I have to work in the morning. But I will play it some. I think I might... On Friday, I'm going to play the whole story mode. No, it's like seven hours long. Later. What? It's more than that, actually. Three hours. No. Okay, so here's the thing, kids. Um... So we pre-ordered it. That means we get it uh -huh. three days early. We'll mm -hmm. get it uh, midnight tonight. Uh huh. Now I know both of you are very interested in the story mode, uh -huh. and we talked about this about how I think we'll probably all play the story together, right? Like no. I'll play it, and we'll, you guys can watch. Or what did we? What did we, we agree we upon? We decided that we'd each have a little file up there. Oh, you could. each will have your own save file. Yeah. I don't know. Each. I don't know if we can or not. I'm assuming we'll be able to do that. If have multiple are, games. Yeah. Then we then you will. can each play your own game. Yeah. So that means I can start the story mode tonight, and you won't be mad at me because you'll be able to start your own. No. <laughs> oh, come on. What? Come on. Oh, I want to yeah. do it so bad. Oh, I don't care. You can do it. Okay. Oh, I mean, I'll play. <laughs> <laughs> it's either that or I play multiplayer. Play multiplayer. Uh, we'll see. We'll no, see what I can do. But you know what? We ha that means. Well, you know if there isn't files, then don't. Okay. And if there is, you can do it. Okay, yeah. I understand. I don't mind. Um, so the the fact that this is coming out at midnight tonight means that we need to make this episode shorter so I can try to be done editing it before midnight. Why? Uh, because I want to play this game. Like, we might not even have an episode next week because Battlefront 2 is out. That's possible. <laughs> I'm not joking. So, anyway, we let's... let's play Battlefront 2 for a little time instead of you recording a podcast. Ooh, we could do, like, a, a live recorded, uh, recorded podcast of us playing Battlefront 2. Super excited. Actually, we have some news about Battlefront 2 that we'll get to in the news. But first, what is that sound? Do you guys hear that? Listen! Mm, yeah. No. Yeah. Weird. It's what's that sound. That's what the sound was. It's our sound segment. Uh, basically our uh, worshipping of Ben Burt. So, anyway, we're watching episode one, and... Yes, he is a golden god. All right, so we're watching episode one, Phantom Menace, and, uh, and I was talking about the sound, the blasts when they hit the Gungan shield, right? When the AATs, they fire, and, and it goes... Anyway... Uh, I was hoping that I could look at our Sounds of Star Wars book by J.W. Rinsler and find out how Ben Burt made that sound. Unfortunately, the Sounds of Star Wars doesn't really have a lot of sounds for The Phantom Menace. Like, the Phantom Menace section of that book is super thin. Um, the other prequels, they, there's plenty of sounds. So I went, maybe Ben Burt just didn't, like, didn't document how he made all those sounds or what. I'm not sure. Um... But uh, but the closest thing I could get was a source for the sound of the shields. So you know how like they they ignite the shields and it goes kind of yeah. Uh, actually, we could play it, Anna. I got the book down there. Do you want to get it? Um, so the it's sounds of the, the and the sounds of the shields are made the same way Ben Burt made the sounds 
of the stap, you know, those those flying riding things that the battle that the battle droids ride. Oh, you know those yeah, those personal those steps things. and also the the sound of the the AATs hovering are all made from this one sound. So first we're going to listen to the sounds and then I'll tell you how they're made. Yeah. So this is the sound and, and we're just going to record it right off of this book. Um this the speaker's not the greatest so it's not going to sound the greatest but uh this is the sound of the step. So that's the stap, and then we're going to go to the sounds of the the AATs and the shield. And here those are. Alright. Oh, weird! Yeah, yeah, I do love the sound of those shields. Um, In the movie it doesn't sound weird at all, but... Well, because you've seen it, right? And it makes yeah. sense, yeah. But here it's like a so, so the way that Ben Burt made those sounds, the, the stamp, the AAT, and the shield, are all from having an electric razor, recording the sound of an electric razor inside of a metal salad bowl, and a frying pan. Weird. Yeah. Isn't that cool? I don't know. I think in an alternate life I was a sound designer, because this stuff just blows my mind, the fact <laughs> that he could do that. What? So cool. All right, well, let's head on over to the news. Uh, duck, 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 duck. Okay, so uh, so Disney every quarter, right? So every three months, uh, there's a uh, an earnings call. Now, this is uh, going to talk about financial stuff here, kids. So uh, Disney is a publicly owned company. That means that you can buy shares in Disney. So um, the closest thing, let's see, to say do you remember when we were part of a csa and we we would pay the farm and then we'd get vegetable shipments from the farm that was fun i'd always love those trips yeah the trips to the farm so so we paid up front and then we were kind of members of the farm right and then we got stuff from that right well you can actually buy a piece of disney sort of right and what happens is you're buying that it's called a share right but you um what you get back is is money. If Disney makes money, you'll get some of that money back. Right? So you put money in, and you get more money back. More money than you put in back? As long as the the company does good, right? Uh-huh. And, and you are part owner of that company. You're considered to be part partly owning that company. Yeah. Uh, you are a shareholder. So they do these things called earnings calls, where they, uh, the like the CEO of Disney, which is Bob Iger, the, the president of Disney, kind of, the guy who runs the company, right? Uh, he talks, and then all the different different people in Disney, different financial people will talk about, like, we've made this much money, and, and our plans for next quarter are to do this and this and this, and, and kind of trying to let people know, like, this is how we plan to make money, because you are part owner, so you should know that, right? Anyway, uh, he, during this call, said that Disney is launching, and we've heard about this, Disney's launching a direct-to-consumer uh, digital streaming service awesome. in in the later part of 2019. And so it's going to be kind of like a Disney Netflix sort of, right? So if you're, most people are familiar awesome. with how Netflix works. So, awesome. yes, awesome. it sounds pretty awesome. awesome. It's going to have the latest Disney, Pixar, Marvel, and Star Wars feature films. Awesome. 
and then it also says that uh, our studio will also produce four or five future films a year exclusively for this service. So they're going to make like movies that are only on this streaming service. They're not even in the theater. That's why we're going to buy it. I don't think any of those movies will be Star Wars, at least not yet. Although I could see them doing like an animated one yeah, and putting it just on this streaming thing. Uh, right. It'd be like Forces of Destiny. It could be like a Forces oh. of Destiny movie. Yeah. So like, and you'd explore a whole movie of one character. That'd be really cool. Uh, so then he also said that they're also planning to produce a number of original series for the new service, and we're already developing a Star Wars live action series. Oh my gosh! So I'm a so live-action television series. I'm so excited. Has that ever yeah. happened before? It has never happened before. I remember when the prequels were coming out. I believe it was when Attack of the Clones came out. Possibly Revenge of the Sith. George Lucas said that we have these movies coming out, and we're also going to be developing a television show, a live-action TV show. The Clone I, Wars. I thought that there was going to be a live-action TV show way back then. And there have been plans here and there. They actually developed one. They have, like, hundreds of scripts for a TV show that they never used. Finally, it's going to happen, and it's going to be on this Disney streaming service. They don't have a name yet for this streaming service. Uh, but Bob Iger did say that it would be significantly, it would cost significantly less than Netflix, which is awesome. Netflix costs $11 a month. If this costs a lot less, would it be, like, what, $7 a month? That is not that much for every Star Wars movie streaming, every Star Wars TV show, future Star Wars TV shows, future Star Wars movies, all the Pixar movies, all the Marvel movies, all the Disney stuff, all the Disney movies. Do you mean to tell me we can watch episode one, episode two, episode three, episode four, episode five, episode six, episode seven, and episode eight, and Rogue One, and Solo, and Solo, and every Marvel movie? And We're never gonna buy that is all ten ever again. That's came out yet, and they're all going to be on there, and it'd be so much easier than having to open yeah. the box and put <laughs> it in. Open the box. Anyway, I do kind of. I still. I'm old school. I do like to have a physical thing, but once this is up, and assuming it, there, yeah, it says something about can, a pay can, window. So I'm not. It. it says something about a pay window. So I'm not sure if that means like you have to pay more to get more stuff. I'm not sure. So that could be a possible downfall. But anyway, sounds pretty cool. So anyway, StarWars.com came out with a press release shortly after this. And uh, in addition to uh, the television show, which we're excited about, and will probably be, I'm assuming it'll be something that is out very soon after this streaming service launches. So that's not next year, but it'll be the later half of 2019, right? That's quite a ways away. Right, that's about two years mm-hmm. away. Um, I'm assuming by then, you know, they might launch that that Star Wars TV show at the same time to get people to su- subscribe to this right away. Right, which we want. were probably going to do anyways. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, uh, it'll be w- very much worth it if that's how we get to watch this show. I think. Uh huh. Um, and any, there's going to be another animated show after Rebels, almost for sure. Yes. Right, so that'll be on there too. You know, all that stuff. So anyway, StarWars.com also had this other bit of news, which Bob Iger did mention, but uh, that, you know, we're going to get a Star Wars TV show. Awesome. But also, Ryan Johnson is going to create a brand new Star Wars trilogy. (laughs) Uh, And so he's creating it. 
That means he'll be like saying, here's what it's going to be. Yes. The first movie he is going to write and direct. Yes. Uh, along with longtime collaborator Ram, Ram Bergman, who is going to be his producer, right? So uh, who knows about the second and the third movie? He might not write and direct those, but he's going to be involved with them. He is creating this trilogy. He's not just creating the first movie. I, I had heard someone say that it's kind of like the way Lucas did the original trilogy, right? He wrote and directed A New Hope, but he did not write and direct the next two movies. I mean, he helped write them, right? He was obviously involved and it was his story, mm-hmm. but he didn't write the screenplay. He didn't direct them. So if this is like that, awesome. Uh, Kathleen Kennedy says, we all loved working with Ryan on the last Jedi. Obviously they put out that video about how awesome he was, right? Uh, he's a creative force and watching him craft the last Jedi from start to finish was one of the great joys of my career. Ryan will do amazing things with the blank canvas of this new trilogy, because this new trilogy will introduce new characters from a corner of the galaxy that star Wars lore has never before explored so awesome mind blown so three new movies a trilogy a big story that will come out at some point after this current trilogy right we've been waiting to hear what the third standalone movie was going to be right a lot of people thought boba fett what uh, and and it's possible a lot of that people hoped obi-wan obi-wan yep and it's possible that this movie is taking the place of that that standalone. Like, this is like a standalone trilogy. Well, I'm glad yeah. if this is. Yeah, I mean... Like, I like the other one, but mm-hmm. if I can have only one of them, I'd pick this one, because it's yeah. three movies instead of just one. Right, right. Um, so, what did you kids think about... What do you kids think about the fact that it's a blank canvas, that it's going to be a brand new story, brand new planets, brand new characters, not tied to what we already know? Awesome. I'm really excited. You think it's awesome too, it's Liam? Awesome. Yeah. It, it's kind of what you've always wanted. Yeah, yeah, you were the one who wanted Luke to die so we could just have the new character. <laughs> right. Luke doesn't have to die for there to be a new character, <laughs> new trilogy. You don't want to talk about how you want Luke to die? No? Okay. Because <laughs> then if he does, it'll be your fault. Yeah, and the porks will be sad. <laughs> the porks will be sad. <laughs> you don't want Speaking Luke to die because porgs. the porks. Are... How about all the fans? Porky guys. Oh yeah, I don't care about them. <laughs> Just kidding. I care about them probably the most since I do this podcast for them. <laughs> for them, that's so, that's a good point. Uh, yeah. So. But mostly about the porks. Yeah, yeah. Whatever, whatever they care about, I care about. All right. So kids. <gasps> Kids, imagine, if you will, that you have a blank canvas in front of you, and you are able to paint whatever you want on it, and that thing will be a new Star Wars trilogy. What would you paint, Anna? Who? What would you do? Um. And you don't have to say the whole story, just what, maybe, like, what colors would you use? Like, would Blue, the main... purple, and pink. Oh, good lord. run with the metaphor here anna uh would the main character be a jedi or would the main character be uh you know a a a woman smuggler or a an alien right uh Uh, would the main character be you know uh i don't know a droid uh what what would you um, paint a woman yeah. What are the people with the lekus? A Twi'lek? Yeah, a um, woman Twi'lek. 
All right. Who was abandoned uh-huh. at birth yeah. and sent to live in a corner of the galaxy that no one ever goes uh, to. Sure, and then sure. she finds out about the Rebel Alliance. Oh, wait, oh, no. I don't know if they're going to tie it in. No, I'm not sure. Not. How would not they sure. not tie I'm, it I know. in? <laughs> like, well, how, how is it Star Wars if it doesn't tie in? That's like that's what Star Wars is, you know? Like I, we keep, I keep thinking of ways it's going to tie in, but maybe it won't. Liam, you had something to say? Um... I think I'd paint, it'd be about a slave who lives in, who um, was born mm-hmm. on Scarif. Okay. And um, got sent, mm-hmm. got um, got sent away to be, live with his slave. He has no mother or father. Okay. They both died when he was very young. Okay. And that's why he got sent to another planet. Mm-hmm. And he became a slave. Um and he lived with I don't know the name of the other person, mm-hmm. um, but somebody um, who uh, made him do a bunch of work, and then um, he got free finally. Um, and let's say he stole a sh- starship. And, well, a bounty hunter comes to the planet and he steals a sh- starship, and um, it's a, b- a bounty hunter we've n- we never know before. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, and <laughs> they get off. Can I say Rook? Can that be the bounty hunter? Sure. Okay. Well, it sort of ties to it. But and they'd go off and they'd explore the whole galaxy. Uh-huh. But um, they'd be scavengers, basically. Hmm. All right. Wow. Um. Yeah. I mean, there's there's so many different ways they could go with it, right? Uh, our friend Tony talked about how he wanted to have it be pre-blasters. Like he wants them to go so far back in time that it's before blasters. And that got me thinking a lot about like what could we see back then, and could it be like you know uh, there's a there's an old book legends called Dawn of the Jedi right and about the first Jedi, but what if uh, what if you know this they tell they retell that story or they you know they don't tell that story they tell something different but kind of the same idea, and again my mind wants to tie it to those ancient books on Octo that we see Luke looking at right and the book with the Jedi symbol on it what if we saw that book in this new trilogy, and that's like the only connection, right? And it's in like its new form, right? Like this book is brand new, and it's about the first Jedi, you know? And what would the galaxy look like at that time? And, you know, we were talking with friends of the show, Ella, Greta, and Nils. I was talking with them uh, because your mom and I went over to their place uh, a couple nights ago, and they were they were up, and, and I was talking to them about this, and... Uh, and about this new trilogy, and I think it was Nils who said that they could go, like, before hyperspace travel, even. So that would mean, like, the whole trilogy would take place within, like, a single star system. You know, maybe a couple planets and some moons that are inhabitable. You know? But that's it. And, you know, it would be this kind of a smaller story, right? Because it wouldn't be, like, galaxy-wide, which would make sense, because then that's, that's how it doesn't you know, always tie in, like, we're not going to see Tatooine, we're not going to see Coruscant, because you can't get there yet, because you're on this, in this star system, and this is the star system where the Jedi started, right? I don't know, that'd be really cool. That would. Um, I would love that. So that's kind of my idea for what this could be, but, I mean, we have, we don't know. We have no idea. How awesome is that? Awesome. Like, do you remember how much we talked about not knowing 
before The Force Awakens came out and how cool that was, like not knowing nope. what to expect at all. I don't remember. But we that. did. And and I said, like, I don't ever like the last time I didn't know was before The Phantom Menace. And and now, like, with The Last Jedi coming out, I have an idea. Before the um the fourth movie? Because the fourth movie came out before the Phantom Menace. Hmm. Oh, I wasn't alive when a new hope came out. No. Or episode five? Empire Strikes Back came out when I was like two. And, and no, I was no, I was one. And episode six came out. When I was four. uh three? Four? So it's Yeah, I don't remember any of those sleeping. coming out. But it was not knowing. But I didn't know. I didn't I didn't even I hardly remembered, you know. I didn't know enough. I didn't know enough to care. Really no, care. I did I didn't care yet. Um Yeah, so like just not knowing anything. Like Everything's going to be new. Nothing. I mean, okay, so we were watching... There's uh, literally just a blank... Blank canvas. No, 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 no. <laughs> but I'm, what yeah. I'm picturing is just a blank space. Just black. Yeah. Not knowing anything. Uh-huh. Is it scary? Wondering what's before me. <laughs> <laughs> Are you scared? No. No. <laughs> it's exciting. Can yeah. You, can you see yeah. this? So yeah, we found out about this like two minutes after they dropped the news on the Star Wars. So we were watching YouTube. the Star Wars show. We were watching the Star Wars show. And then we ended, and Daddy's like, "What the heck is this? <laughs> this just came out three yeah, minutes ago." Breaking news. Then we looked. <laughs> we were like, <laughs> We screamed like porgs. So, uh, yeah, I can't wait to experience this new trilogy with you kids. Me neither. So, you know, this makes me wonder whether or not we're going to get episode 10, 11, and 12, right? Like, is the Skywalker, the Skywalker saga, it's going to continue, right? The original story, is that going to continue after episode 9? Yeah. I think it probably will. Probably. This new trilogy is going to give them some time in between the two trilogies so that you can kind of like, you know, kind of sort of get nostalgic for it again so then when they when they all come back with episode 10 it's like oh finn and ray and rose and poe and hopefully luke maybe if he doesn't die and kylo like they're all back together again right wouldn't miss it uh so or ray will be an old person well (laughs) i don't know if they're gonna wait that long but I wonder, I wonder, like, would episode 10 be in between the first and second episode of this new trilogy? Like, will they just have these trilogies going, uh, you know, one, one, one year, one, the next year, one, one year, one, the next year for six years, or are they going to do standalone movies in between the movies of the standalone trilogy? Huh? <laughs> oh, Star Wars making it even more confusing. Oh, standalone <laughs> movies in the middle of the standalone trilogy. Star Wars right. story. Like maybe in between episode one and two of this standalone trilogy, we have the Boba Fett standalone movie. And then in episodes two and three, we have the Obi-Wan. The Obi-Wan. Right. So that way we can still get like that, that nostalgia boost of, uh, you know, like, you know, yes, we have this new trilogy and it's awesome, but... Oh, there's Obi Wan. Oh, that's nice. Oh, there's Boba Fett. <laughs> oh, that's comfortable nice. Obi Wan. Yeah. <laughs> and Ewan McGregor will be a little bit older, a little bit wiser. He'll look even more like old Ben. All right. Well, that's fun. Um, but yes, like I said earlier in the show, uh, 
in addition to this awesomeness, Battlefront 2 comes out tonight because we pre-ordered it. And it's already been announced that a ton of downloadable content will be coming out on December 13th. So a month from now, the first DLC is coming out with new levels, new stuff, Phasma and Finn, a crate assault map, a Dakar starfighter map, a new level for the campaign mode. Like another level is going to come out. The campaign will actually be longer. It's going to take place during the rise of the First Order. So, oh, Battlefront 2. Oh, Battlefront 2. I love you already. Oh, Battlefront 2. Oh, Battlefront 2. I love you already. I love you already. Can't wait to play tomorrow afternoon. Battlefront 2. I love you already. And tomorrow is a is a good day because you get home from school and honestly, like, I think we might just play it the whole time. Mommy won't be home the whole time, so it's a great day. Because <laughs> your mom won't be home yeah. and she won't be like, oh, you, you have to keep dur- playing can that. Can you get some Doritos and Gatorade to have a game night? <laughs> I'm, uh, should I get some Doritos? I dare you. <laughs> and well, Gatorade. And well, now Gatorade. I have to. Doritos and Gatorade. All right, we might have to do that to, <laughs> cele- know, to celebrate Battlefront Two coming <laughs> oh, out. Oh, we're gonna have like a big celebration <laughs> without mommy. She's gonna be so happy. Actually, but you know what? I think that um, that your mom would really like watching the the story mode. Still, I think she would really appreciate that story. <laughs> so it's gonna be awesome. Okay. Okay. What the? Settle down. Okay, so we have the first images uh, just today. StarWars.com announced this. We have the first images from the comic adaptation of the Thrawn novel by Timothy Zahn. And it shows the flowing locks of Thrawn, of young Thrawn. Wow. Look at that guy. He's got long hair. That's Thrawn. That's Thrawn. Wow. I believe it. (laughs) So, um... He's killed a bunch of... Yeah, well, I mean, I, I think those are actually stormtroopers um, because those are ATSTs there, uh, and it's a it's the cover of the comic, so it's never totally accurate to what happens in the in the book. But uh, in the preview, we see the cover image, and we also get to see a series of images from the comic, uh, a series of pages, which I'm going to show you kids really quick, uh, just to give you an idea of what I'm assuming these are like the first. Not the first pages, but some of the first pages. So Thrawn has been out long enough that I'm going to talk about the beginning of Thrawn. Uh, these pages show Thrawn actually like fighting against the Empire. Because what happens is the Empire is on this like remote planet, and they, they pick up a signal, and they go to investigate, but there's nobody there. But it looks like they've been living there a long time, and there is this language that they don't recognize, right? And it's not Arabash. It's not not any language they recognize. So basically Thrawn um, attacks them and he sneaks around and he ends up kind of taking them out one by one. And eventually he like, um, he kills a stormtrooper and then like puts an explosive in his armor. So then when the stormtroopers bring that person back to the base, he explodes. Uh, He kills a trooper and puts on his armor and then goes back to Coruscant with the rest of the group in that armor, which really reminds me of what um, Cad Bane did that in the Clone Wars episode. Remember that? He put on clone armor? Uh-huh. Uh, 
yeah, so that's how he gets, like, to Coruscant, and then he ends up meeting the Emperor and becoming, like, this, you know, because the Emperor really respects how clever he was to be able to do all of this. And that's how Thrawn becomes a member of the Empire, basically. Yeah. Wow. So that's really cool. It shows shows these images from from that book. I love seeing it because that was one of the coolest parts of the book was the beginning and showing how how Thrawn was outsmarting the Imperials and stuff. It's really neat. All right. Well, there was a bunch of news this week and really fun stuff to talk about. Uh, so I didn't even line up any canon news and. Uh, I have not been able to come up with a joke, so hey, uh, it's been a while since we've been sent a joke, uh, so if you have any original Star Wars jokes that you want to send to us, send them our way. Or like if your at, friend uh, gave it to you, like if your oh, friend got sure. an original one sure. and told it to you. you Just any original us. Star Wars joke, it doesn't yeah. have to be your joke, but it can be please don't copy of off a joke from here and then put it back on here. Oh, well, I mean, like, you could just Google Star Wars jokes and you can find out jokes that way, yeah. but I don't like to do that. I like to yeah. I like to have originals. Uh, yeah, forcechildren at gmail.com is you could just email us those uh, those jokes. That'd be awesome. Um, yeah, so I think we are going to head on over to the Question and Answer Council, though. The Question and Answer Council, where we ask questions and answer them. It's the question and answer council. It's the question and answer council. Uh, so last week we talked about uh, uh, Kat sent us that email and she asked us uh, our forces of destiny ideas. Have you kids had any time to think about those? I forgot. Have you done your homework? I forgot. No, Liam. Did you think of a Forces of Destiny episode? Can I crawl under the bed instead of saying yes? <laughs> so that's a no. That's okay. I thought of a new one. So I'm going to come up with another one. I'll ask you again next week, kids, if you come up with one. I came up with a new one, though, that I'd really like to see. And it takes place during Attack of the Clones. Okay? So remember, Anakin and Padme get captured mm-hmm. on Geonosis. Mm-hmm. Okay? And we see them... Get you know we see them in the circle and all the blasters are pointed at them and stuff, and then the next time we see them they're being taken out to the the Colosseum right uh-huh. taken out and tied up right yeah um so my story would take place in between those those two scenes what happened in between okay That'd be they were pr- really short they were probably thrown in a jail cell to wait right until uh until this thing because this thing wasn't happening like right away right sure you, you want to see what happens yeah i do because their boyfriend and girlfriend locked in a jail cell for like no no <laughs> 50 minutes liam. oh liam it could be it could have even been like a day or two that's a good point liam however remember <laughs> remember it wasn't until they are led out into the coliseum that padme says i love you and then they have their kiss which we assume to be like like finally they're having their first like real passionately in love kiss right okay, so when they were in the jail cell you don't make it like mm-hmm. real weird okay so forces of destiny has to be about at least one female character so it's padme okay uh-huh and maybe there's another f- uh female geonosin involved i'm not quite sure i haven't worked out the details but they're in the jail cell 
And Anakin is just furious. He's just mad at himself. He's like, I can't believe I got caught, right? And he's like, just focusing on the negatives. He's kicking the wall. He's like trying to bust out of the jail cell. He's like trying to. Um, that he's trying to. His toes? He's he's yeah. It would it would, but he's he doesn't care. He's angry, right? Uh, he he's trying to uh, mind trick the Geonosian guards to like let him out, but they don't. You know, they're like a, they work on a hive mind, right? So they their minds don't. You can't trick them. Um, and you see Anakin just all angry and and mad and you know kind of like that that whiny Anakin that he is sometimes like when uh-huh. he's arguing when he's talking about Obi-Wan he's holding me back you know like uh-huh. like I can't believe it's happened you know and in the background the whole time you just see you hear Padme say it's gonna be okay Anakin it's all right Anakin Anakin please just calm down and you see her maybe talking with a, a Geonosin a female Geonosin not sure if those exist even well, they do. I mean, I know there's the queen, but are all the drones male? I mean, that's the way it is with, like, well, insect whatever. colonies. I'm anyway, <laughs> but remember, she has that little pin that she unlocks her her uh, handcuffs with, right? Basically, uh-huh. uh... How does she get that pin? Where does that come from? And does, you know, did she... And I would like to, to see the story of where that came from. It came from because she kept a cool head. She wasn't getting all angry that they got captured. She uh, politely asked a Geonosin for a little bit of help. Maybe she she maybe she lies to the Geonosin and says, uh, you know, I really would like to put my hair up. Could you give me one of those hairpins that you have? Or one of those pins on your little vest thing that would work for this? Or, you know, something like that, right? Uh-huh. Uh, and because of that smart thinking, she ends up saving herself. And meanwhile, Anakin's just tied up and he doesn't have any way to get on, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I like, I don't know. Staying calm is better than getting super angry. Super angry. Exactly. That's the moral. Get me out of here. Wine, 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 wine. Cry, cry, cry. Get me out of here. Force, force, force. Okay, Liam, that's enough. And that's the moral of the story. And the other person's like, oh, hey, can you please give me a hairpin? Oh, hey, thanks. Uh... And lock my handcuffs. Oh, hey, thanks. Goodbye. I'm gonna go get a donut. <laughs> and well, this guy in the background. Ah, get me out of here. Right. I'm gonna get a donut. Where'd that come from? Star. Starnut. Star donut. Star. Star donut. Star. A space star, donut. Space. Donut. So. Okay. Wow. Well, okay. Well, I guess I answered your question again, Kat. So thanks again for sending that. Uh, maybe next week the kids will have done their homework. Uh, okay. Anyway, I'm just kidding. But So um, one thing that I forgot to talk about when we were talking about emails that were sent to us last week was uh, the other emails that Kat sent us. Uh, she had photoshopped an image of Aura Singh as Snoke. Um, and for some reason, Kylo has Boba's helmet on. I don't know why. Uh, I'll put this up on the website because it's funny. Um, and then uh, she said that. Um, oh, and and then she made another That's one. Hilarious. And she made another one where Fire Lord Ozai is Snoke, and uh, Kylo is Zuko. And Hux is Azula. This is all from Avatar The Last Airbender, if you haven't seen it. And then she, and then, (laughs) for some reason, (laughs) 
Fire Lord is it is that Ozai, right? Ozai, right? Yeah. Fire the Fire Lord is holding a family photo of uh <laughs> Aang and Katara and their three kids plus Ray. Plus little Ray. <laughs> it's really well done Photoshop. Good work, Kat. Yes, he's saying. <laughs> and he's saying, what is what is Ozai saying? Find the Avatar's force sensitive daughter and restore your honor. <laughs> oh goodness. I love it. So thank you for those images, Kat. We'll put those up on the website. Uh also, those are so hilarious. Yeah. And yeah, and, and so like in addition to these images, uh Kat also sent us uh, an email about the trailer, which we did not get to, and I feel really bad about that, uh, and meant to get to it. So, you know what? Maybe we'll get to this uh, in the next episode because I think we're done because I need to be able to get this out so I can play Battlefront. So <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but one thing that I'm, I'm seeing right now in this email that it's like it's almost like ask and you shall receive, like the force provides, right, uh, is a, a joke. That Kat sent us that I've somehow completely forgot to put in show notes between when she sent it to us and now. So, hey, let's go have a joke. <laughs> Laugh it up, fuzzball. <laughs> Alright, here's Kat's joke. What would Finn say to Ray if she ignored the Force? I don't know. The force awakened you, and you pressed the snooze button? <laughs> That's actually, that'd be kind of a cool line uh, in The in the Last Jedi, wouldn't it? Yeah. Like, if she, like, meets up with Finn, and she's like, yeah, I didn't do anything with the force. He's like, what? You were awakened, and then you hit the snooze button? <laughs> Ugh. Every morning when I hit the snooze button, I... Is it not yet the force... I want to sleep in. Stop it, Force. No. Well, you have to do it. It's forcing you. Oh, that's hilarious. Another joke. Wow. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening to episode 88 of Children of the Force. And as always, thank you to those who support us over on patreon.com slash children of the force. Your support allows us to do this podcast and to make it better. And if you'd like to reach out to us online, you can contact us via Twitter. At Force Children. On Facebook, we are... Children of the Force. Our email address is... Forestchildren at gmail.com. Our website is... www.childrenoftheforce.com. I was trying to do it in the Avatar theme song or something, but yeah, yeah. And head on over to speakpipe.com slash children of the force to leave us a voicemail that we will almost positively play on the show. Uh, it'll be really, really fun to hear from you. And finally, please leave us a review on iTunes or anywhere else you listen to us. Doing so will make it easier for more people to find us. For Children of the Force, I'm Al. I'm Anna. And may the Force be with you.